Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of Birds vs. Boys. If you are watching on YouTube and seeing our smiling faces, thank you for watching. Make sure you head back to the homepage, smash that subscribe button, like, share, and make sure you comment below on this video what you think. If you agree, if you disagree, we don't care. Just get in the comments. If you are listening to wherever you listen to podcasts, thank you for listening to our soothing voices as we get closer and closer to actual football. Aiden, how are you? I'll let you start because uh, I'm happy we're getting close to football, but I'm also just, you'll see. Oh, dude, uh, I'm great, but it, uh, we may have talked about this on the show. I can't remember. Uh, it's the t- time of year where you don't want to rush summer, but you're also like, mm-hmm. There's college football this weekend, and I'm pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. I was in Lexington last week, college football town. And when you know when you're in like one of those college towns, you're like, man, I could just really watch a football game right now. That's how I feel. And then drink like a cold every, beer. Yeah, exactly. Like I just need a beer and a parking space right now. We're in a giant field, and I need 66 degree weather and kickoff. And that goes for college, and that absolutely goes for the Eagles and the Cowboys. And I got completely like kind of kicked in the face with it this past weekend because I thought Notre Dame started. I thought it was like Labor Day weekend. And then I was looking at my phone. I'm like, I saw the date and I was doing the math. I was like, wait a second. That's like next week. That's Saturday. Week zero, baby. Oh, I can't wait. Um, So. (laughs) This is the kind of episode it's going to I need right now. Wow. Okay. I feel like a bit of a weakling right now. All I have is water. I have not drank during an episode a long time, but I think that shows that we're getting close to football, that I'm, I need an alcoholic beverage and I'm getting close to the Cowboys. And this has nothing to do with, start. This has nothing to do with the Sam Williams take issue. We'll get into that. Well, he had a bit. little more than alcohol. Yeah, he had a weed pen. I oh, thought it was, it was? Yeah, come on, come on. But we'll get into that. Jerry Jones needs to shut the fuck up. Okay. Flat out. I don't know if you saw. Usa. I, so, I did, but I want you to explain yeah. to the people. So Jerry Jones announced today that he is putting DeMarcus Ware in the ring of honor. And listen, I have no qualms with that. DeMarcus Ware was a phenomenal player for the Dallas Cowboys. DeMarcus Ware just went in to the Hall of Fame. I have a DeMarcus Ware jersey. I miss watching him play every Sunday. He deserves to be in the ring of honor. So don't misquote me. Don't first take me and just cut quotes up. DeMarcus Ware deserves and should be in the ring of honor. But for Jerry Jones to continuously act like a clown day after day, year after year, and not put Jimmy Johnson in the Hall of Fame and skirt around it, dance around it. Now he's saying that he he wanted to put a player in and Jimmy's not a player. And that's why DeMar excuse me, Jerry, what are you what is Jerry Jones in, Aiden? What is he in? Yeah, he's in the NFL Hall of Fame, correct? Yes. Did he ever play in nope. the NFL? Exactly. Nope. So I don't want to hear like wanted to put dude. I have a couple more questions for you, Aiden. Okay. How many Super Bowls did Jimmy Johnson win for Jerry Jones as a coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Three? Two. Two. He won two. But how many Super Bowls 
are based around him. All three, right? Okay. Those were the teams that he constructed. The only reason, Aiden, I know you were very young back then. Oh, the I was reason, very, very, I was not alive. I want that on record. Yep. The only reason Jimmy Johnson does not have three or more Super Bowls is because Jerry Jones fired him after winning his second Super Bowl because <laughs> Jerry Jones wanted the credit. Jerry Jones was pissing and moaning that people were giving Jimmy Johnson all the credit for, I don't know, making the meal and cooking the groceries. He did it all. He built the team. He was the catalyst behind the Herschel Walker trade. He was the coach. He was the one who designed the defense that was unbelievable. He went out and got Norb Turner, the offensive genius. He was the reason Jerry Jones has all three Super Bowls. And I don't want to hear about the third Super Bowl, Barry Switzer. I could have won the goddamn Super Bowl that third year with the team that Jimmy Johnson put together, okay? And if Jerry wasn't such an egotistical prick, he probably would have had at least five in the 90s. And the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s would be looking like the Patriots of the 2000s. But no, Jerry Jones had to be this tiny of a little man and fire Jimmy Johnson. And now, literally 30 years later, won't even put him in the ring of honor because he's still holding this grudge that people gave Jimmy Johnson more credit. Two more questions for you, Aiden. Since that third Super Bowl that Barry Switzer won, but really with Jimmy Johnson's team, how many Super Bowls have the Dallas Cowboys won? Zero. How many NFC Championship games have they even been to? Also zero. Hmm. Maybe, I don't know, one plus one equals two. Jerry, stop being a little fucking stupid old man. Put your ego aside for two seconds and put Jimmy Johnson where he belongs with his name in the ring in that goddamn stadium. Um, it's, 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 I, Jimmy Johnson's my guy, right? That's the team I grew up with. Uh huh. I, I just can't, I'm not, like, that's like me and you making it to the Radio Hall of Fame. And, and then you and me, we, the podcast goes off, we make millions of dollars. And then you being like, yeah, no, Kevin didn't do anything. <laughs> it was all me. It was all me. I'm putting Vince like you, in the Hall of Fame. You doing that. <laughs> if you were watching on YouTube, I took I was going to say, for the people on Spotify and Apple, I'm like, what? It's just blanked out. <laughs> he just well, that, that's just That's just where I'm at. I'm just, I'm so sick of the the clown show. Everybody, you know, every time he brings it up, he gets mad. But then a couple years ago when Jimmy was going into the Hall of Fame, they sat on the set at Fox. and Jerry said, I'm going to, uh, yes. They asked him flat out, you're going to put him in the ring of honor. And he's like, yeah, it's going to happen. And we're like three years later, four years later, and we're still sitting here twiddling our thumbs. But DeMarcus Ware is going in, who played, I don't know, like 20 years after Jimmy coached. <laughs> Hubris has killed every great ruler throughout the history of time yep. it's the end at the end of every great uh, we'll say ownership run because it's jerry jones and ownership run but pretty much every dictator every military ruler uh back to like the greek and roman times hubris has always killed the the great rulers of this time and it'll it'll inevitably come for jerry jones who you can't force him out but there'll come a time where uh, i think we're getting close with you he guys Cowboys fans, where it's been over two decades of not having success and i said i sent you that tweet this week that it's been my take for the cowboys that maybe they are america's team where it's just like basking on the laurels from years past and what have you done for me lately not quite much but you still 
act as if you have done something lately. There's nothing to show for it. And people have passed you by. And in this case, franchises have passed you by. And that starts and ends with Jerry Jones. You know what? I you just you just came up with a video that I want us to make with Vince. Okay. Did you watch the show, The Newsroom? The Newsroom? No. Oh. The Good beginning job. of the whole show, the guy does a spiel. A he, he does, and they ask him, you know, why, say why America is the greatest country in the world. And he goes on this whole tirade. He goes, it isn't. It's not the greatest country in the world anymore. And he goes on this whole tirade. But I think we should dub it over. Of, Tell me why the Dallas Cowboys are the greatest team. And then, and then somebody just, they're not. They're just what you, they're not what they think you are. We could definitely do a spoof of that, and I'd be very much willing to help. All right, that, I'm going to take it phenomenal. Sometimes, but, but they, they are America's team in all of the ways that America thinks it's great and it probably is not and needs to improve. All right, the last thing I'm going to leave you with this, and this is my prediction with the whole thing, and it's a very sad prediction. <laughs> I think Jer- Jerry Jones is going to put both Tony Romo and Jason Garrett in the ring of honor before he puts Jimmy Johnson in. <laughs> He'll probably put Zeke in the ring of honor before he puts Jimmy yep. Johnson. That too. <laughs> Can you um, imagine like, him putting Jason Garrett in before Jimmy Johnson? Or, or Jason putting Barry Gar- J- Jason Garrett in at all? I'll put Jason Witten in before. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Yep. There's a lot of guys coming up before uh, Jimmy Johnson yep. does. Did you also see, I didn't know if this report was true. I was trying to figure it out. Uh, they're doing another Netflix documentary, uh, but this one's on Jerry Jones and they pay $50 million. Apparently, yeah. That's awesome because I'm sure it'll tell all of the uh, highs and the lows. There will be no stone unturned. I'm sure it won't be just a giant PR campaign that looks like makes Jerry Jones look like the greatest owner of his time and mm-hmm. has never hit a rough patch ever. Never. Oh, continue with Jerry Jones. This is actually pretty funny. Um, did you see the whole uh, airplane thing in Seattle with the Cowboys? Oh, when the players went up in the airplane? Yeah, Brandon Cooks. Michael. And I was sitting there. Brandon Cooks flew, flew a plane with Stephon Gilmore and uh, Mike Parsons. And I was sitting here. I'm like, yeah, don't love that at all. And somebody asked Jerry about it afterwards. He's like, yeah, if I knew that that was a thing, yeah, I would have grounded that plane. <laughs> <laughs> that's some real succession shit to be like i'm just gonna ground the plane he's like with i'm uh, a billionaire you know, i don't need that like literally three of the biggest parts of my team in a cessna flying over with an nfl player flying the plane it's like the state of the union when they uh hold people back so not all the leaders of our country are in the same room at the same time mm-hmm. in case anything yep. goes wrong yeah we don't need go, go put your don't put your your whole uh team captains in one airplane you know what? I, that's that's also something I would love to do that we should do and find this out of like get our pilot's license. Playing that would love to. There's actually an airport airport right by me, but find out like NFL players. So many of them have such cool, unique hobbies. Like Brandon Cooks flies planes. Like how would you ever expect that? And we should have we should list like a hobby and like four names under them. And guess who it is. That would actually be a good, good segment. That is, yeah, I would definitely do that. Uh, Brandon Cooks was flying when Malcolm Jenkins took his fucking head off in the Super Bowl. That's probably that the inspiration well. he had to take into the air. But yeah, that would be a really cool segment to guess people's hobbies. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll have Vince set it up if he makes it back from North Carolina. But I've the seen Florida the Florida. That was my 10 minute diatribe. Oh, I could go on an ownership in the Philadelphia area because Josh Harris. 
is just the worst. I uh, will spend 10 seconds on it because it's nothing that I haven't said before. Commanders fans were so happy that they're getting rid of Dan Snyder. I'm like, you did got rid of Dan Snyder, who's going to the seventh layer of hell, and you replaced him with somebody who's probably going to the sixth. <laughs> it did not get much better. And you guys are going to find that out very quickly. A guy that literally owns a hockey team in New Jersey, a basketball team in Philadelphia, and a football team in Washington, all basically rivals of each other. Nothing says one foot out the door quite like that. And you can see it on the ice, the court, and pretty soon you'll see it on the field. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like in this situation, like I said, there probably won't be sexual harassment and people taking pictures of the cheerleaders. So this is a step up. Not much, but it is. Maybe maybe the stands won't fall on Jalen Hurts this season. That would also be ideal, and not have sewage leak on people. That would, if we could hey, just like, get out like one step above. They they may have a quarterback. I always liked Sam Howell in college. If you know he was going to be a top five pick before his uh, last season at North Carolina, so mm-hmm. we'll see. I also like Sam Howell. I think that was another team that I would bet on all the time, which is what I do with Notre Dame's quarterback now, who's Wake Forest's quarterback. Hartman, pretty maybe. Much just blindly bet the over when they play. So I'll probably be doing that for both Notre Dame and Drake May. He'll be awesome this year. Oh, yeah. Sorry that this has turned into college football. Uh, Jonathan Taylor went to Wisconsin. We can talk about that. <laughs> did you see what your guy Sam Hartman did for the, all, the entire Notre Dame team this, this week? No. So he got a deal with Beats headphones, and he stood okay. up in front of the team, and he's like, I know we get a long flight to Ireland, guys. So I had Beats hook it up, and he got every player like gold, the same as the colors of their helmet. Beats for the, it's awesome. I deserve one of those headphones for the amount I've rooted for that kid over the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, you mentioned Jonathan Taylor. I think that's a good place to actually start talking about football because it's pretty much the biggest buzz right now in the NFL. Right, the Colts superstar. Yep. It was granted permission to seek a trade, yet he was still out of practice, joint practice with the Eagles this week. So there have been multiple teams with reports that have made actual offers and and uh, talked to the Colts. I believe the Eagles have been one of them. Yes, no, maybe so. I've heard a report. I don't know if I trust the sourcing on it, but I have heard that the Eagles were one of the teams. And I mean, that could mean that they walked across the sideline exactly. during joint practices yeah. and said, Hey, I heard Jonathan Taylor is available. So <laughs> it might not mean much. It just, they could have literally had the discussions and the fact that they practiced together and it probably came up when they were on the same field. Or yeah, the, the, the Colts GM was probably like, Hey, you see that guy out there? What would you give him for me? Yeah. And then how he's like, I don't know, fifth and Rashad Penny. Probably. And it was probably uh, in in one of the many fights that they had at joint practices. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're trying to trade that guy. Don't hit him. Hit anybody else. Don't hit him. (laughs) Can you imagine? That's like I know some baseball players that's happened where they get traded during a series and they literally just walk from one dugout to the other. Can you imagine if that happened during joint practice? Okay. I I was watching a clip today. Randy Johnson got traded from the Diamondbacks to the Giants mid game. Yep. In the same game, a fight happens. <laughs> so he's like <laughs> in between two teams and they're fighting each other, which would have been exactly what happened yep. if the Eagles traded for Jonathan Taylor this week. They would have been fighting on the field and then he'd be walking across the field and entering the Eagles locker room, which would hilarious. have been hilarious. I would have done it just for that. It would have been the theatrics that would have made the trade. Can you imagine the power 
of a Taylor Swift backfield in Philadelphia? Uh, when I was at the concert at Lincoln Financial Field, it was louder than any Eagles game I've ever been to. So I would absolutely be all in on a Taylor Swift backfield, one thousand percent. That would be that would be a problem. I mean, the Eagles, I, I believe, you know, they already are a problem. <laughs> yeah. If they add a running back like him with the home run ability that he has, um, he doesn't even have to be lead the league in rushing Jonathan Taylor in that offense either. He could nope. just be a step above what he was last year, and it's a problem. Yeah, we would be the last great American dynasty if that happened. Um, <laughs> I don't think it will. No. But it would be fun. Would be. <laughs> That's how I base most of my decisions in life, which is how we've gotten here. It wouldn't be a good idea, but it would be fun. <laughs> do it. You know that thing on like TikTok is like, there's always that one do it for the plot friend. I think Howie yep. Roseman is the do it for the plot friend where he's like, well, he's available. I might as well. AJ Brown, you're not going to resign him. I'll do it. Who cares? I mean, DeAndre Swift, you're not going to use him. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? There's another Georgia player available. Ah, that'd be kind of funny for the plot if we kept taking Georgia kids. That's him. He's for the plot, Fred. It would be, it would be a problem. I, you know, also talking about the Cowboys, people have been mentioning them, but it's a, it's a no for me, dog. I mean, there's no reason. I don't want to be throwing thirty million dollars at my running back room. There's no reason. Yeah, I was going to say, especially when we have Deuce Vaughn, who's a future Hall of Famer. We've already all seen it. He is the next Aaron Sproles, and I am actually convinced of that now. It's a two preseason game. I'm all about it. Then it'll be week three, and we'll be like, he'll get depleted, and we'll be like, oh yeah, that's why the small running backs don't work so well. They literally reports like he's he's listed as five five, and like reporters and coaches are like, yeah, I don't even think he's that tall. I think it works though. Yeah, yeah. it works because you can't see him. I think the weight, like. He can't blitz pick up. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he's stocky. He's like, everybody says he's like as thick as an oak tree. Um, and he's been, I mean, his, his dad was a coach. His dad's a scout now. I mean, he's been playing ball his whole life. So, you know, I was extremely pumped. I wanted him. Mm -hmm. I drafted him all the time in my mock draft. So, oh, yeah. And where they got him, I, you know, I think if he was five nine, six foot, he would have been drafted in the first or second round with the yeah. skill set that he has. So the I'm value for him. where you got him, well, this is like all that comes in my brain now since it's fantasy season is like value of where you draft guys, but the value of where you got him can't beat it. Why not go for it? And what was it? Sixth round? Who cares? Yep. Yep. Kenny Gainwell, fifth round. And he will probably this is hilarious. He is going to be our starting running back. We've been talking about this for months. We don't have much going on in our brains. But we know running back workload when it comes to our two teams. There's yes, not much going on, but that is. Yep. And that reminds me, too. I, uh, I'm getting older. I have a kid now. I've done basically zero fantasy prep. So my draft for my one league is on Tuesday the 5th. So I think we should get on here together and okay. draft together. And if I win anything, I will split the money with you. Yes. And if you win, you'll be on a new microphone for this podcast. Exactly. Done. Or you could do that done soon. And done. <laughs> done and done. So let's let's build a winner and then we'll win it all. But back to Jonathan Taylor. I was thinking of some teams. I've heard the Colts actually seriously maybe in on it. Uh that would be an issue. Who? Oh, I'm sorry. The Colts. The Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Again, um, but it's like why it's the same like logic as the Eagles. It's like, why not? But I feel like they've got to figure out the Chris Jones thing first, right? Yes. 100 percent A team that 
if they can do it, everybody's been saying they need a running back, right? Is the Bills, no? Mm-hmm. I would do it if I were them. Same logic applies. Eagles, Hurts, backfield with uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yep. Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, you're at the five-yard line. Best of luck. Yeah. You know? Thank you. Thank you. And then I've also thought about the uh, the Miami Dolphins, right? That's just another team. Yep. I think they were in on Dalvin Cook. So why not explore the Jonathan Taylor? And beyond that, it's like, okay, where would he go, right? He's not going to go to the Jets. Yep. Giants don't Dallas. need him. Nope. Dallas. We said fun, Philly. Though. Philly's a maybe. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm not totally out. I just think that there's positions right now, like linebacker and safety, where I don't know how secure they feel. I think that they're going to end up being secure at safety with Blankenship and Sidney Brown. I think they found two diamonds in the rough, but they have no depth beyond that. So yeah. I feel like they're saving money. There's some positions they're not totally sold on. And looking down the line, like there's positions they're going to have to spend money on. Like Lane Johnson could retire. Kelsey could retire. Fletcher Cox could retire. All of a sudden, that's a lot of money that you need to spend on other yep. things. So it, they're a maybe. The talent would be uh, obscene. Financially, I don't know if it works. You said linebacker. Didn't you just get Miles Jack? We did, but uh, he said he wanted to be a plumber or something like that. Interesting. I thought he was playing for the Super Bowl champs, and then a week later, he Decided to go back to trade school. I'll tell you what. He had a lot of good quotes in this one week that he spent here. What a lot. Can you imagine? Just like that knee just must be shot. He just. Yeah. Managed, I mean, UCLA, though. He was fun to watch. There's no running. He was. Back. I mean, you know, if he didn't have that knee issue, he was a top three pick in that draft. He did. Yeah, you know, I'm sure he made a good amount of money that he does not need to be a plumber. He, he made 27 million from the Jaguars. There you go. I think I could rest easy. I think I could be a plumber after that. Actually, no, I would not. No. <laughs> I wouldn't even Although, fix my own plumbing in my house. I know somebody I went to college with. Uh, their dad is a plumber. Big house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the trades know. the trades make a lot of money. You don't have student they debt. Those HVAC AC people? Oh, yeah. Money. My father-in-law? Is that what he does? He's HVAC? Big, no, he's appliance repair. Oh, even better. Big one. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a skill. I know. I have no skill. Yeah. My skill this. is this. Yeah. Talking to a microphone. Yep. <laughs> Talking about running. Anybody that is willing to pay lots of money, we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would also like a big house. We possess no skills aside from this. Will yep. someone pay us? Yep. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't know when this gets resolved. I think it needs to get resolved, obviously, sooner rather than later. Literally by Tuesday. And literally. <laughs> But so, that was the good deadline they gave. I, I don't know. I I just hope he doesn't end up. You know, maybe a team like Carolina swoops in out of nowhere. That again is the team we mentioned this with some yep. before. It's like actually we mentioned with the Colts when we we're like, why not spend the money? You yeah. have a rookie quarterback. Same yeah. logic applies to the Panthers. You have a rookie quarterback. He's going to get killed behind that offensive line. At least yep. alleviate some of it and give yep. him a running back. Jeez. If I'm Anthony Richards, I'm like, you're, you're not getting rid of that dude. I guess the problem with the, yeah, honestly, if you're Anthony Richards, the problem with the Panthers would be that they gave up everything to go up to get Bryce Young and yep. trade up with the Bears. So yep. maybe the Bears make the trade because they have a million picks. Guess who has three picks in the top two rounds next year? Who's that? Uh, that would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow, that's weird. Weren't they in the... 
the Super Bowl this past year? They were. How'd that happen? Two. If it weren't for those meddling kids in the fucking grass. <laughs> um, did you see that the Saints owner was like, I don't want to trade with them anymore? <laughs> yes. Which good for him. We we talked about that. We we're gonna be like, the trades are going so well that people just won't trade with us. Yep. And that's where it's, it's headed. I, no that's one where it should be. Yeah. Damn it. Um speaking of giving up the house for everything, Trey Lance. Um, so Sam Darnold is, was announced to be the, the backup and now Trey Lance is technically number three and the 49ers are trying to listen to offers. So if you remember, they gave up three first round picks to draft Trey Lance third overall. Mm-hmm. Listen to these names of the 10 players drafted after Trey Lance. Oh. Ready? Kyle Pitts. It'd be great if you weren't on the Falcons. If, Jamar, you Chase. Were 49ers? Yeah. Jamar Chase. Unreal. Would you be interested in him? Yeah. Uh, Jalen Waddle. Great. Peeny Swell. Our guy. JC Horn. Also our guy. We love the soldier. Yeah. Patrick Sertan. Another <laughs> also our guy. Uh Devontae Smith. I know him. Justin Fields. Maybe. Uh <laughs> better Michael than Jalen scoring with him. Michael Parsons, that would have been an ideal across from the Bozer brother. And Rashawn Slater. Also pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> That's here's a disaster. A, here's a red flag. Uh, if you give up three first-round picks to move up to three and you don't know who you want, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. It's like if you were out in public and you approached a group of girls and you didn't know who you wanted to talk to, you're just like, hey, how are you? Like. Uh, I- it probably wouldn't go well. <laughs> and then you went for the guy from North Dakota State. Hey, I honestly feel bad for this kid. You couldn't get a string of worse luck no. because you think about it. He played a Division 1A, whatever they call it. Yeah. So his season got canceled by a global pandemic. They scheduled one game in the spring just to showcase him. Like that yeah. was the only that reason they played just to get him drafted. He plays gets drafted, sits for a year, gets to play, immediately compound fractures his leg. Like, you could not have worse luck well, than, I, like, sitting you behind didn't, a quarterback you, and then getting the play, season canceled, finally getting to play again, broken leg. What? And you didn't you didn't add and then have Mr. Irrelevant take the team to the NFC Championship game. <laughs> it's a miracle <laughs> that the 49ers are still have the infrastructure they do as a good team after just blowing all of their draft capital on a kid who's played one showcase game and three NFL games in the past four years. While literally having the worst fan base in the NFL. I love them. They're the worst, and I love it. The biggest hypocrites, the biggest losers, worst radio shows, everything about it. We're nice people. We give ovations now. He had another home run today. Also, um, Dallas Cowboys radio hosts, who we are friends with, hate the 49ers media and their fans more than anything in the world too because when the cowboys were playing them uh in the playoffs their fans were literally finding pictures of the radio host's kids and like threatening them online that is so weird it's it's so weird dallas radio is not hostile like philly radio is like if you're i know you love brian browdis like yeah you and our let's jet was it like jeff cavanaugh yeah like the nicest guys who aren't no. even hostile. Like they don't even yeah. talk about other teams, you know? No. 
They're critical they just, of their own team. What are you? What are you finding? Hell yeah. your kids. It's so weird. Hilarious. It's hilarious. That is. That's just. Yeah. They're. They're weird. And the, the radio host that I see online go viral. Oof. It is uh, oh, a yeah. little cringe. But uh, I can't wait for December third. That'll be. Uh, that'll be a party. Um. Speaking of World cringe, War. Sam Williams. Not good. Dallas Cowboys defense alignment here. Um. Arrested on Sunday for a controlled substance and a weapon in his car. Um, I feel like in Texas, you can just have a gun whenever, wherever you want, right? That was the impression that I was given. Um, but I think it's the quote unquote controlled substance that adds the issue. And now it's coming out that it was literally like a weed pen. So like, also like Jerry doesn't have all these cops on the payroll in Frisco, Texas, where the star is. I'll tell you what though. That is a very Texas thing for like gun. You're off the hook. Weed pen. You're going to jail, pal. (laughs) That's That's where we draw the line. Like he's got a gun. Eh. Mm. Okay. He 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 said the word marijuana. Lock him up. Lock him up. (laughs) It's unbelievable. So we'll see what happens with the, you know, misconduct policy. He could face a suspension or a fine. I'm sure. I don't know. It'll probably be like he'll get a four game suspension and they'll get it down really? to like three. That's I was, my guess. I was gonna I was curious if he was gonna like receive any suspension at all. I feel like I hope not. Be, I yeah, because I don't get I don't know what the charges are in Texas. Like you said, the gun laws are a little bit different. You yeah. can kind of pretty much just have no. a gun and do whatever with it. That seems to be it's uh that is literally it's like, wild did, did something lead to it? Like was it just a random like that's what we don't know yet? Was it just a random traffic stop and they saw the gun or smelled the weed, or was he driving erratically and that's why they put you know we don't know yeah. all the all the facts and that's mm-hmm. you know I don't want to talk to it but it's just I mean if you lose him for the first three games too I mean you need a guy like him chasing Aaron Rodgers in game two right I mean he's a he's an impact player we've seen what he can do off the edge with his speed um, so we'll see I mean it's but drafting him out of uh, Ole Miss, there was question marks, right, from the beginning with his conduct. And he actually was in a in one of the ones in the fight last week with the Cowboys infighting, and he was the one with his helmet off, like telling, telling the offensive line to, you know, take the pads off and actually really fight. It's like, okay, bud, relax. So we'll see. We'll see what this happens. The Cowboys need him. I this is related and unrelated. One time I was at Buffalo Wild Wings and the waiter gave me the check and he gave us a pen to, you know, fill it out and leave the tip. Except it wasn't a pen with ink. It was a weed pen. And when he came back, <laughs> I, I felt so bad because he was so petrified and embarrassed. And we're like, it's cool, man. We thought it was funny. but It was just like hilarious. He, <laughs> like his face. It looked oh. like he saw a million demons at once. <laughs> you were like, huh? I literally, I picked it up and I'm like, that's not a pen. <laughs> this is not good. I mean, this could help me, but it just but doesn't yeah, help me in this situation. Help me leave a tip for you. <laughs> Thank you for the tip though. Thank we you appreciate for the tip. <laughs> oh, I feel no, that's so hilarious. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with him. Um, not great news. And it just leads to, you know, that whole narrative now. Like old cowboys. Even so. Ah, well. I I saw a thing that the Broncos are like the team that's got arrested the most since like 2000 or 2010, which yep. I feel like that's like a surprising 
team to have that happen. But oh well, yeah. It'll anytime the Cowboys are in the headlines, it's uh, yep. good for Jerry Jones and bad for everybody else. Bad for my psyche. Bad, for, yeah, that too. But we are uh, we're one game closer, Aiden. I know you and I talked about this too. So the Eagles really aren't playing any of their starters. No. Cowboys aren't playing any of their starters. We saw the two devastating uh, ACL injuries that the Cowboys had against Seattle, both rookies, right? John Stevens, the the tight end who I actually was talking about with, with Kyle Yeomans last week when he was on, because he oh, sprung God. on the scene and was, and was pushing to make this roster. He was a uh, undrafted rookie change from wide receiver to tight end. He's been balling out, had a touchdown, unfortunately towards ACL. And then Demarion Overshone, who was the third round pick linebacker from Texas, who was all over the field, right? He actually led the team in the pregame speech week one in the preseason. You never see that from rookies. He was poised to make a huge impact. He goes down with a torn ACL. Now they're trying to figure out, you know, is Marquise Bell going to fit in there? So this just leads to the fact of not wanting to play high-profile starters in these games. I don't think there's any reason. Dak Prescott's not playing. Jalen Hurts is not playing. I posed it on Birds vs. Boys. If they should play any snaps, I think you and I are in agreement that no. No, no, they won't play a single snap. What the Eagles do, instead of playing in the preseason game, they'll, they have these joint practices leading up to the game. So they'll scrimmage against each other, and it's a bit more of a controlled setting out on the practice fields. I say controlled loosely because they then proceeded to get into multiple fights, but you can see the line of logic of trying to practice against each other and then rest in the game. Yep. So I, you know, I'm completely fine with it. People are like, Oh, well, you know, Dak new offense. He might be rusty. If you forget a two years ago, he was coming off the broken leg and then he had the lat injury during camp didn't take a snap in the preseason and then basically threw for 500 yards the opening game against tampa bay so also if you need two series in a preseason game for dak prescott and cd lamb to get their timing right we have a problem over the season's already over yeah if you need those preseason snaps to get your timing then you don't because it's not gonna happen so They're in good shape. There's no point in getting anybody injured in a setting like that. Fill out your depth, and we'll just see you at September, what is it, 10th, 11th? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's here. Yeah, it's here. It's here, and I'm here for it. Um, That's all I really have about the Cowboys. Anything less pressing that you want to talk about the Eagles before heading into the last preseason game? Uh, it's an Eagles thing and just a league thing in general. There seems to be like a fight in every single joint practice. Yep. It's not the Eagles were just in one, and I want to make one comment on it. But I feel like every single team has been in a fight. Yep. Am I? Is it me or is it just like an update? No, it's no. The Cowboys were they didn't Cowboys didn't do any joint practices this year. They did do them last year and the year before, and there was always fights. Yeah, I feel like it's been every single time I go online and there's joint practices, someone is in a yep. giant brawl. Remember last year the Bengals, they were swinging helmets? Yeah. 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 Mark Andrews tore the guy's labrum because he uh, body slammed this year. That's crazy. But it's it's every every single practice. I don't know what's going on. Speaking of Mark Andrews, RIP to the Ravens preseason win streak. I wish we could have topped it week one. Couldn't do it. Streak lives on. Commanders, though, they've got a great owner and things are already looking up. They won a preseason game. That was so awkward. Uh, the fight thing, just last thing on the Eagles. 
it uh, couldn't have played out more predictably than how it did with Jalen Carter blowing up an offensive lineman, getting to the quarterback, trying to strip it. The Colts taking offense to that, going after him, and then uh, Derek Barnett jumping in after the play and attacking the quarterback, which would have been a penalty in the game. Yeah, so that played out exactly how I thought it would go. (laughs) I, I genuinely think, I don't know what the contract situation looks like, but I'm sure they would love to move off of him. Oh. I don't know if they have the depth to do it, but the way Nolan Smith has looked, I don't know where Derek Barnett's place is. It's Barnett, it's Sweat. When Reddick's back, it's him, obviously, and it's Brandon Graham. That's the four that'll rotate through. The fifth is Barnett. Yep. And I don't know why, like, I don't know what they'd want with him at this point. I I mean, if you can get anything for him, I'm, you know, like you said, you need linebacker depth. Yeah. Um, if you could flip him for a a wily old veteran that can fill in here and there in linebacker and add depth, why not? I know, yeah. It, um, or even just you know sign another defensive end and just you know trade him for a pick and say, hey, he's got talent. It's just a fresh start situation, and yep. he's better off there, and he'll get more playing time there. Like I don't, I don't foresee him getting a ton of playing time with the way it's shaping out because Nolan Smith is, well, he's Nolan Smith, so <laughs> he hit the ground running or hit the eating off the floor running wild quote. Some oh. quotes. I'm just like, I know that you're going to be good. He was like, oh, you yeah, ever been you so hungry to be. eat off the floor? I'm like, I know that you're going to be good. Also the way Kenny Gainwell, like they interviewed him after he got cheap shotted in that practice. And Kelsey came over and then also cheap shot at somebody. They, the way he was like, he, he said his whole answer about the practice. And at the end he was like, and we whooped that ass. Yep. And the way he said it, I was like, they did, in fact, whoop that ass. I can yeah. tell by the way he said it. <laughs> yep. He knew they did. <laughs> he knew it. That was a confident, we whooped they ass. And uh, last for me, speaking of Jalen Carter and defense alignment, I'm, I'm going to throw Mozzie Smith in there. Can we stop no. on Twitter, like, just dissecting one rep of players and no. being like, yep, see, he got his ass. He, he got that ass whooped by three people and not realizing he that he was eating up a triple team. Or with Mozzie Smith not realizing that, yeah, he's done some good and he's done some bad, but he's in the middle of a technique switch right now. The way he's playing is how they had him play at Michigan. That's what people are not getting. Yes, he's been slow off the ball, but it's because he is transitioning. He is not Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter was arguably the best player in the draft. Mozzie Smith was arguably at the end of the first round, a.k.a really a second round pick. So comparing them is not apples to apples. Okay. Relax a little bit. Also what Mozzie's there to do is eat space, which he's been doing and help the other guys cook. He's not going to get you sacks up the middle. Let the dude learn, get a little better. He's played two preseason games. Breathe. No, we want to overreact to every snap in preseason before he ever takes the field in a real game. That's our right unbelievable <laughs> what a week that was great and then the Jalen carter clip where he takes on three of his linemen and nolan smith in the backfield oh man that was great yeah no i'm just gonna be mean to mozzie smith even though we both liked him oh yeah literally i was like nolan smith mozzie smith okay like we that was that like okay let's see what happens pick i would have rather have had nolan smith obviously but yeah you know, I do think they, if they could do it again, don't you think they'd go Nolan and just be like, let's let him and 
Micah Tioff. Yeah, and Sam Williams and DeMarcus. Because you could bump – I mean, yes, but they've had such an issue up the middle, right, with true running games. And they get they get pressures, they get sacks. So I think that's their thinking. So we'll see. I mean, I, I'm i not burying a dude's career after two preseason games. It's not happening. And he's not Taco Charlton. So we shall see. <laughs> and that's everybody's fear. They just see the Michigan helmet, the defensive lineman, first-round pick, and not performing in the first two preseason games. And it's like – it's. It's the Vietnam dog meme all over again. <laughs> you know what I love about this? In this analogy, Nolan Smith is TJ Watt. So, yes, yeah, literally. let's do that. Yep. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Tell the people how to follow us, Aiden. I'm getting out of here. I, I need to finish it. my beer. Okay. Uh, you can follow us. First of all, subscribe on YouTube, Birds vs. Voice Pod. The numbers have been fantastic. So, thank you. Uh, subscribe on Apple spotify spotify is awesome because you can watch the video as well yep. and leave the app um which is phenomenal tiktok at birds first voice pod we were talking pre-show about bringing the rankings back for this year and our preseason uh rankings are coming up that we do every year our preseason predictions so that'll be great follow us on twitter have we've had some stuff popping up there at birds first voice pod and instagram is where you can find all of the clips from the show that we post there so if you want to see what we're talking about on the day's show and then Check it out on Instagram and hop over to YouTube to watch. And we're so close. We are 19 away from 600 on YouTube. We got to hit this to 1,000. And we are eight followers away from 2,000 on Twitter. So let's make these happen. And we're closing in on, what, 600,000 likes on TikTok? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Bring the Pretty predictions wild. back. And we'll be there. We yeah. are back. So uh, enjoy preseason week three, the final preseason week. Then it's an off week. And then... We got football. Ooh, baby. We are here. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week. Go, Mozzie. Go, TJ Waddick. Hey, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs>